critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey thinkers, what is up? Kathy Gibbons here. I thought we'd start off today's episode by reviewing a fallacy we have covered earlier this season, the noble motive fallacy. And yes, this is the one that makes me smile because my husband's name is noble. So (laughs) anyways, the noble motive fallacy happens when someone believes or wants you to believe that something is true just because they have good motives for you wanting to believe it or for wanting you to believe it. So the question to ask yourself if you think you might be facing or even committing a noble motive fallacy is this. They may have good motives, but does that mean it's true or it's right? So if you want to review or hear more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 94. All right, you guys, I got to tell you, we hit a really cool milestone over this past weekend. This podcast just passed a quarter of a million downloads. What? Like, you guys, I can't even tell you how excited I am about this. When I started this last year, I didn't know. I hoped people would like it. I hoped it would resonate. I hoped it would help families be able to think well about the things that they're hearing and recognize craziness and, um, you know, just introduce them to critical thinking. But man, it has taken off in such a neat way. And I'm so thankful. I just want to say thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast, for posting about it. All of those things makes a difference. You know, every day that goes by, I just am like, oh my goodness, we need people who know how to think. Um, So much, so much today in our society today. So I just want to say thank you for listening. If you would, to help me celebrate, will you do a quick favor? Will you share the show? Either just hit the share button wherever you're listening to and send it to somebody that you know that has kids or that you think might find it interesting or post it on social media or something. Just help us spread the word. We need more people to learn these skills. Goodness knows. Um, I, I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but at, these last couple of weeks I've had a, a reel that's kind of gone viral, or at least viral for me, on Instagram. It was talking about the Kafka trap, and what was so crazy is I had so many people, um, I had to clean up the comments on it. Most of the comments were, were great, but I had to go through and clean up some of the comments because there were people coming on there, and they were accusing me of racism and other things, and they were actually committing the Kafka trap. So they were coming and commenting on my video about the Kafka trap while committing the Kafka trap. It was so ironic. And I was like, they don't even realize what they're, what they're doing. They're just, they just saw something, they saw a word, they got triggered, they did not stop to think about it, about what I was saying, whether it was true or not, like whether what their, what their thoughts were true about it or not, they just got triggered and reacted. 
And it just was like, oh, well, this proves the point of why I'm doing this podcast. So I will say this, guys, your listens have also helped me get some really great sponsors for this show, CTC Math and Classical Conversations. Guys, it's a huge step in the right direction to get a sponsor for a show because, well, I'm so happy to be able to share the information that I teach on the Filter Through Brain Cell podcast for free. It does cost me money to host this podcast, and there's definitely a big time commitment as well. So having sponsors helps me to be able to keep the show coming. And I do want to just thank them. Um, My daughter right now is finishing up Algebra 2 and is going to be going into geometry this year, and we're going to be giving CTC Math a try for geometry. I will definitely share with you what we think and how how we like it, because I think that their program is going to be a good fit for our daughter. So we're going to, we're going to give it a shot. And, um, you know, I love that I can get a discounted account with them and you can too. So just go to the, check out the link in our show notes. If you're looking for a good math program for your kids, I know it's kind of going into summer, but trust me, us homeschool moms all during the summer, we're trying to figure out what are we going to do in the fall? Well, I haven't had to do that for a while because we homeschool with classical conversations, but for math, we're looking for a good math program. So, um, and of course, classical conversations is the homeschool program our family has been using for 11 years now, and we only have two years left. I cannot believe, I can't believe it. Um, This, but classical conversations is where we have learned the skills of knowing how to think and how to learn. And when you have a few basic skills, guys, you can think about anything. You can learn anything. And I'm here to tell you that if you've been considering homeschooling for whatever reason, it is not too late to get started. Um, In fact, there's two free books right now that you can get when you go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. Plus, they can get you in touch with a group in your local area and you can go to an info meeting, you can get your questions answered, and if you want, get connected to a group right where you're at. Okay, so let's dive into today's new fallacy. This one is called the draw your own conclusion fallacy. So the draw your own conclusion fallacy happens when someone gives you carefully selected and curated juicy information or shocking facts, and then immediately tells you to draw your own conclusions based on the cherry-picked information that they presented to you. So this fallacy is also sometimes called the non-argument argument. Um, it's kind of what we mean when somebody says leading the witness, if you're familiar with that phrase at all. And it does have some similarities to the hasty generalization fallacy that I covered back in episode 38. But this one has a little different nuance, so I wanted to give it its own episode. So here's an example of what the draw your own conclusion fallacy sounds like. And this is a silly example taken from a well-known Christmas song. So Julian tells his sister Sophie, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus last night and I know dad doesn't have a big white beard like that. It can only mean one thing and boy is dad going to be mad. Okay, so hopefully you recognize the Christmas song I'm referring to here, but Julian presented a few pieces of information, mommy kissed Santa and daddy doesn't have a big white beard, And based on those cherry-picked pieces of information, he's leading his sister to the conclusion that their mom kissed some other guy. But is that really true? No, it was their dad dressed up in a Santa costume. Now, unfortunately, this fallacy is often used when it comes to spreading rumors. For instance, your coworker comes to you and says breathlessly, oh my gosh, Dave just got fired. And you say, well, what do you mean he got fired? To which your coworker replies, well, he just left the boss's office and his eyes were all red like he'd been crying. Then he immediately got his briefcase and left. It is only 10 a.m. You draw your own conclusions. 
Okay, do you see the fallacy? Is that really the only explanation for what just happened? Could it be that Dave just found out his mother had been in an accident and he was going to go to the hospital to be by her side? Or maybe he had some other personal emergency and the boss had just given him the rest of the day off to take care of things. Rather than jumping to conclusions based on limited information, it's wisdom to seek additional information and other viewpoints to get the whole story before arriving at a conclusion. So the problem with the thinking behind the draw your own conclusion fallacy is that you're not given all the information about something, so it's not even reasonable to expect someone to be able to draw their own conclusion. When we encounter incomplete or ambiguous information, we can have our brains, like this is how our brains work. We can have the tendency to hastily jump to incorrect conclusions. It's like trying to complete a puzzle and you only have a few pieces of the puzzle. Well, if you can make some things out in the puzzle, our brain fills in the gaps with assumptions and that's where the trouble begins. When someone commits this fallacy, you know, when they're trying to commit this fallacy to you, you're just given small pieces of information And it's usually purposely designed to paint a very specific picture that will lead you to a pre-planned conclusion. So they're trying to get you to come to a certain conclusion. And there's wisdom, guys. We have to be able to take a step back and seek out additional information. That way we can make more informed decisions and avoid jumping to unwarranted conclusions. And here's the reason this fallacy works. Because... I'll give you an interesting little bit of human psychology (laughs) that might help explain why we fall prey to it. When people are allowed to, quote unquote, come to their own conclusions, or at least they feel like they came to their own conclusions, they are generally much more strongly convinced than those who are given both the evidence and the conclusion up front. So in other words, letting people decide what the information means is more powerful than giving people the information and telling them what it means. even if the conclusion that they come to is wrong. So there's a quote attributed to uh, Dr. William Lorimer that points out, and I quote, the only rational response to the non-argument is, so what? In other words, what do you think you've proved and why or how do you think you've proved it? Because the reality is, in the draw your own conclusions fallacy, they haven't proven anything. They want you to think they've proven something Uh, by coming to your own conclusions, but they haven't actually proved anything. So this fallacy can be used to seriously mislead people to believing something that just isn't true. The formula is super simple. You give a few cherry-picked pieces of information designed to paint a specific picture, and then you tell people to draw their own conclusions. For instance, and by the way, I'm not gonna. I'm not going off of any real stats or anything here. I'm just using made-up examples. Okay, so. Don't send me an email and tell me I'm wrong because I'm just making this up just to give you examples. But you'll get the point here. Christians in the U.S. are the largest gun-owning people group in the country and guns are the number one cause of death in Chicago. I'll let you draw your own conclusions about who the real threat is. Or how about this one? Doctors get paid more for every prescription they write and the U.S. uses more prescription drugs than any other country. I'll let you draw your own conclusions. Now, could it be that Christians are the ones shooting people up in Chicago and that doctors are purposely overprescribing just so they can make more money? Maybe. It could be, right? But there's no way a person could know that just from these few statements in the few quote-unquote facts that are given. We would have to ask more questions and do some more thinking and do some work to get down to the true facts. 
So the questions to ask yourself, and I'm going to give you three, um, and you'll get you'll see the point of why I'm giving you these three questions. If you think you're facing the draw your own fallacy, draw your own conclusion fallacy is this: What evidence is missing? Can I gather more data? And are there alternative explanations? Let me say it again. What evidence is missing? Can I gather more data? And are there alternative explanations? Okay, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.